What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Bulls look to tack on some additional gains after the best day for equities in two and a half years. Dollar weakness definitely helps now with its biggest two-day loss in over a decade. And bond markets are closed on this Veterans Day. Our roadmap begins with, quote, one month of data does not a victory make. Fed officials sounding off over yesterday's positive inflation print. Plus, FTX is still, I guess, scrambling for funds, although good luck with that. Of course, uh, it has been a collapse of Sam Bankman Freed's crypto empire. And predicted, soft- predicted by you the whole uh, time. Well, SoftBank returns to a quarterly profit, Jim. First time in three quarters. Sold a lot of Alibaba to do it. Of course, they did have a lot more pain at the Vision Fund. Masasan also saying, hey, I'm going to focus on ARM. We'll give you more details. Let's begin with the markets trying to extend yesterday's historic rally. Jim, it does sound like you think the CPI print is the beginning of something. Yeah, I mean, PPI had always been better, although a lot of those commodities are up today. But what was important about the CPI when you got really granular was many aspects of it will create other aspects of, of, of weakness in the economy, weakness in, in numbers. So, I mean, you had to be you had to do it with a stiletto. You couldn't do it with a meat axe. But you saw many things that indicate that things are going to get even weaker and lower in price, particularly logistics, which were really bad. You know, the, the note that you published about C.H. Robinson, that was all about layoffs, all about prices coming down, all about a radical decline in commerce. And, and David, what we saw in that CPI was very much like that. that we got the signal that things are slowing from the pieces of the CPI that caused that decline. And so there'll be more. The question I have, Jim, is, and I think others, is as we continue to see signs of a slowdown, including lower corporate earnings as a result of it in most areas, not all, what will the market reaction be? Will it be we're already discounted the fact that those earnings are going to be lower than maybe we'd even anticipated or the street anticipated, and we don't care, we're looking through it, or are we going to have another leg down? We said to club members that it's wrong that everything goes up, that you're going to discover that many of these companies' earnings are not good, and if they're not doing something about it, if they're not doing what Mark Zuckerberg is doing. Or Amazon, apparently. Or Amazon, apparently. Amazon. uh, Then you're just going to you're not going to have a great stock. I think the market is going to be very selective in what works. Uh, for instance, the semiconductors don't work. Okay, they don't because they're included in the world of PCs. And there's nothing about the PC industry that is good. And we're not even annual. You have to anniversary. There's a lot, lot of industries that, that are involved with transportation that are going to do quite poorly. And yet people are buying those stocks. A lot of stocks. I, the question is, can you buy the auto stocks? It's not clear at all to me 
50 auto stocks from yet to take a long term view. We got downgrades today of Intel and Oxy, which we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. Um, but is what's going to be the differentiator? Rates? Does that mean that home builders do work? Well, I thought that the, uh, the most important, I, I mentioned to David that the key to the market on hump day was what the market's reaction would be to Horton, largest home builder. And the reaction was extraordinarily positive, which was amazing. It was a stock that was up gigantic. We have a picture of Horton's rally. It was incredible. Um, it, how about <laughs> I'm home? laughing because the, the nail ETF, the three times levered mm. home builders and supplies, was up, what, 35% I yesterday? know. I know. You, can, you really need to see. That's, the, that's Horton who. That's Dr. Horton Dick Hero who. Yes. Look at that. I mean, this is on a can, you know, huge number of cancellations. Everybody was focused on that. And uh, I just thought these were, that was the, that was the bell. What'd uh, you make of the, the Fed speak that followed? And, and some of the nuance now that we're getting from like Logan, that somehow the pace of rates is not as important as the terminal, things that Powell suggested look, in the presser. I mean, look, the, bond, the bonds are always tell, have been telling the truth the whole way. And when they went, when the two year went below four and a half, what that said was, okay, it, it's not going to five. We're not taking the rates to five. Or else that, that, piece was, that piece of paper is headed to five, five all over it. So I, I think that these people can talk all they want about negatives. Um, if they look at the data next, October was an incredibly weak month. But it'll be November that you'll start seeing the wages go down. It's just, David, the problem is we're not used to seeing the wages go down at tech. We're used to seeing them at layoffs at Caterpillar. That's not going to happen. Right. No layoffs at Caterpillar, but layoffs at, uh, at Meta, layoffs at Amazon, a lot of layoffs at Twitter, obviously, the Met, Twitter, uh, and I mean, on and on from there. Uh, certainly not a lot of hiring at many, most of these companies. Right now, but David, what do you think about the idea that you get such a huge benefits package uh, if you're at Meta? You've really been taken by that benefits package. What, severance? Oh, I mean, it seemed generous. It was. It was There's I a TV it was show 16, about it. It's called Severance. Sixteen weeks, and then two weeks for every year. I mean, okay. Well, it's not, I mean, you're still but, losing your job, if you're, Jim. If you've been there for a couple of years, you got you got five months to go South Seas. You go to all the places you've always wanted to go. Yeah. You know, I think you can go surfing off of Indonesia if you want to. I don't know. I just say that the idea that you have to go back into the job market right now mm. after you've been given this pass is insane. I think you take a month. And here's why. It was a reduction in force, for heaven's sake. You know, typically what happens is you have your resume and you're trying to figure out why that person was fired. Here, it's like a, it's a golden fire. It's a golden fire. Again, if you're one of those people who is unfortunately losing their job, I'm not sure you see it that well, way. No, no, no. I, no one, I don't want anyone to lose a job. I'm saying if you're going to lose your job, lose your job in the way that Zuckerberg got rid of you. Meanwhile, what? You got Jamie, you had Solomon on your uh, show last night. Do you have any clip of that? Yeah, we do. I mean, you know, oh, you kind of show? as he oh, usually fine. does. Yeah, a little of this, a little of that. Take a listen. Oh, you say it doesn't even matter. What? No, don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. <laughs> I I'll just say, so, I don't want I did, it. I, I don't want to, it. No, I, I got the Horton killed the who thing. I, I don't want the Dorn. No. I like the Horton with the elephant. Uh, that was my favorite when, was he, when he raised I the am elephant. Sam, I am bank, bank I recruitment. I am Sam. Um, all right. You don't want to play? You don't no, want to play I don't want, I don't want to f- play it. I just feel like sometimes Solomon kind of says well, the obvious thing, whereas Jamie Dimon, he Hurricane throws it out Dimon? there. No. I mean, Dimon, Dimon, there's a whole like not Bob afraid. Dylan song written about it. Solomon no, we're not showing like, the clip. No, Let's move on. That. Let's move on. We're not going to show the clip. 
Well, it's important <laughs> what he told you, though. He said we're going to see some reopening in capital markets. Right. That CPI is IPO, a reflection of the Fed's work. The IPOQ is big. Yep. And you're going to see it happen. Crypto's volatile. Crypto is, he, you know, again, I think the, everyone who's, who's big in business is reluctant to say it. But I asked him point blank if he would go into crypto now that it's so low. And he said, well, you know, on the one hand, oh, oh. Well, first of all, that was not what we had in terms of the interesting no, things that he said. No, no. Well, you want to run it or not? This is positive, but we're on a journey, and uh, I don't know. I don't mean to. Listen. I saw I Journey. David I saw Journey thing. get uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, nice. but it was, wasn't Perry. Whereas Jamie no. Diamond is it like. It wasn't Steve Perry. Jamie Diamond's still talking about the go. storm. He's still worrying. But yeah, but it, he's got his outroker hat on. You don't need a weatherman to tell you which way the wind blows with that guy. He is seriously getting blown around. Well, I'll tell you, he's like, you don't want to be back in the studio. I'm out here. Is it up to what letter? We up to Hurricane Jamie? We up to I. Higher rates, global tightening, quantitative tightening, the effect of the war, oil prices, food prices, supply chain. He's worried still. And he's saying we're not done dealing with this. Well, okay. Okay, listen. And listen good, Jamie. If you feel that way, let's get someone else at the bank. Maybe someone a little more positive. Really? That's, That's your answer? Well, I just think that that's the kind of negative stuff that doesn't fly with me. That's like the whole country's like that. We need someone. We need like Brian Moynihan comes on. Things are pretty good. I think Jamie is too negative. Sort of. So you think um, with inflation, with the with the print we got this week, we're going to talk about the China reopening. Uh, yeah. Ukraine is moving back into Kherson. You yeah. think a lot of his complaints are becoming I, less valid? I want Jamie one, not Jamie two. Jamie one, who was on a script, and it was a darn good script, talking about all the positives. Did you know that he did Jamie 1? Yes. The script yes. of Jamie 1? Yeah. And then he did Off the Cuff, Jamie 2. Let's get Jamie 1 back here, okay? Jamie 1 was positive, talking about the greatness of the country. Jamie 2 is just, I mean, I don't know, Lex Luthor. He's holding California hostage. <laughs> now, that said, I, I don't understand. So you don't you prefer the scripted Jamie, meaning the guy who wrote it for him, reading off Gal. the script thing. Gal. 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 And uh, as opposed to Jamie from the heart telling you what he actually thinks. Yes, that's a, all okay. I have to say about so it. So you want a Jamie who's just sort of making stuff up and just no, saying no. positive things, even though he doesn't believe I, the, them. The, the written comments, Jamie, were quite this is a little like the Fed where they put out the blurb and then the presser and, and, then the presser, <laughs> and you know, like the blurb says things are OK, lag. And then the oh, presser was just an explosion. And the worst part of that presser was when the guy said, are you aware that the stock market's up? <laughs> and then he went nuts. But the stock market was down <laughs> because the guy who asked the question yep, yep. wasn't aware that the stock market was down. And you just you're fine with that. I'm fine with what? Which part of it? I was fine. No, what? No, fine. The discrepancy just, between the statement and Powell's me. comments. No. And we're back on that again. What? Yes. Okay. Just make sure. Again. Okay. Well, you want to solve Maybe he should have just. Can we make Jamie some money Diamond for people? Stop. What's Jamie Diamond. Let's make some money the for people. To Jamie this Diamond China. Or the real Jamie Diamond. I want the real one. Okay. The, the China. I think this is the beginning. Yep. Uh, sounds like you can do some business in China. It's it's the rules are just soft enough that it sounds like that you don't have to stay in your hotel room anymore. You can do some business. This is the beginning of how he's going to do it. And uh, he's been looking for an out as President Xi. And it started today. And it started, of course, on what day, David? Singles Day. No, actually Veterans Day. When he's making fun of veterans by having Singles Day on 11-11. No, 11-11. 
Yeah. That's, oh, that's oh no, that's just the name. What he did? Data out of the hat. I was there eight years ago. Is when I went and interviewed. Uh, how was the Jack smog? Ma. Say again. The smog. The smog was horrible. And how was your phone? Did it work? Uh, well, you use a burner phone. That was eight years ago. I a burner. That's why so he's. That that's why he liked the wire so much. <laughs> I did love the wire. Greatest show of all. Yep. Number one. Um, Omar. Let's get to FTX this morning. A lot of news as the fallout continues regarding the firm and Sam Bankman-Fried scrambling to obtain billions in aid for the beleaguered crypto exchange. Regulators in the Bahamas now, where they're headquartered, have frozen assets of the company's digital markets unit and and appointed a provisional liquidator. Remarkable piece in The Times a few moments ago, Jim, from CZ, a warning of a cascading effect out of all this and that we've not seen uh, the damage from FTX by a long shot. I think that the damage from FTX is what the Fed wants. I've always felt that the Fed hated crypto uh, because it's speculative. And when you have speculation, it's very hard to rein in inflation. He doesn't talk as much as I think he should about speculation uh, because it, it's always been accompanied. It's always accompanied inflation. So, David, I think that when the speculators leave the building, yeah. It's very positive for the economy. Right. Although, to be clear, I'm sure you don't, the Fed did not want cross-collateralization. They did not want a company using customer funds. They, they did not want They did not want They did not want people unable to actually take out their own money. That's not what they were looking for. They weren't looking for scandal. They were looking for crypto to go down. Taking the air and out of the crypto. that is being taken care of by the market. Yeah. David, have you ever seen the 200 coins? The, the coins. Have you ever looked at Coinbase's 200 coins? Have you ever looked at any of the coins? I have rarely. I may have done that once. You ever no. looked at the Kramer coin? I have not. It's down like 70% in a couple days. I mean, these, they made up coins. They have their own currency. I forget it. This is just, it's a fanciful world. It smacks more of fiction than a fact. Well, one, fi- one fact here is that a lot of people are losing a lot of money when it comes to FTX. We know that. Of course, the idea that this was a $35 billion company only a short time ago, perhaps somewhat fanciful, but that is where the company was. I've talked to a number of people who were approached about a billion dollar fundraising round only a few months, couple of months ago. Very much unclear whether they closed on any of it. They were looking for hundred million dollar increments in terms of investments, uh, a billion at 35 billion. That was gonna be a flat round, not up. Okay. They were gonna use that money, imagine this, just for padding. They said they had 2.4 billion in cash on hand. Again, this was People who were doing some due diligence that I've spoken to at that time when they were looking for this latest round, um, they also were talking about doing as much as $500 million in EBITDA in 2023. Um, And I'm told Binance actually thought the entire company, when they were talking to them for that brief period there Mm -hmm. earlier this week, was worth half a billion dollars. So... uh, 35 billion to half a billion to what is now most likely, without a doubt, a zero. And we've talked a lot about these celebrity backers, guys, but you know, uh, they weren't all just paid in cash. Uh, so they're going to be amongst people who are also Tom Brady and Giselle may have bought, bought warrants at very low prices, but put out cash. Steph Curry uh, paid in cash, in stock, really? in coin. Naomi oh, like Osaka it. paid in stock. So there are a lot of losers out there. Steph Curry's um, a big watcher of our show. Is he? Yeah, he loves He loves. Well, actually, he may have been the smartest because apparently he was paid a lot of it was in cash. Um, but they were handing out a lot of compensation that was not necessarily just here you go. Here's the cash. 
And many people were happy to take it because, of course, $35 billion value, you think. Well, you're getting it either at a discount or you're getting it at a lower number and you think it's going higher. Well, there'll be, uh, one of the things that is, is for certain is that every company that depended on advertising, particularly on the web, that was the root of the, of the shortfall, was crypto. And make two, two, two ways about it. The comparison between uh, quarters last year, the crypto companies were very much like, like the street.com. When I got the money, they raised the money. The first thing I did was I bought the 930 spot on CNBC. Huh. And I flooded the zone. Um, and I had a, never mind, I can't even reveal what the ad is that you couldn't use now. Uh, but it, it, was, it was sexist. But I will tell you that uh, the money that went in from the dot-coms to advertising was nothing compared to what these companies did. I mean, that's why Alphabet missed, I'm telling you, Alphabet missed a quarter because of crypto. Said, they, yeah. YouTube said that their crypto yeah, ads crypto. were down sharply. Amazon, they all missed the quarter because of crypto. I mean, re- remember the crypto, it, there wasn't anything other than advertising and incredibly high rates. One of the companies that was bought by uh, SBF. By the way, guys. I, I was getting 8.5%. Um, I loved it. It does appear that they are filing Chapter 11 uh, uh, at uh, at. Um, at FTX. That's protect, uh, apropos protect. of our conversation right now. I'm looking at a press release um, announced uh, West Wilmshire, sorry, services, Alameda Research, 130 additional affiliated companies. The FTX group have commenced voluntary proceedings under Chapter 11 of the U.S. Bankruptcy Code. Wiped out. Total uh, wipeout. In Delaware. Total wipeout. What they're calling an orderly process to review For and monetize Sam. assets. So, again, and, all and of Bankman this. And Bankman-Fried uh, has resigned his role yeah. and will remain uh, to assist in an orderly transition. Um, Unbelievable. So there it is. Uh, at, at, at this, Unbelievable. At this moment. You know, it is interesting. Any number of people I've spoken to who uh, who, who dealt with Bankman-Fried all describe him in very nice ways. Everybody. They say, oh, it was, you know, accidental. Obviously, this is I a company on my that, show a lot. that I did love not them. have a board of directors. Uh, it's unclear oh, how this... Well, we, there's so much we don't know. There's so much we don't know. Well, here's what we know. Uh, he's, and, but, he's broke. And he's in big trouble. He's in big trouble. But are you like the governor? So? No, I'm not. But I, you know what? I've been reporting for 35 years, and even I'm, though I'm, yes. even though Henry Silverman I'm said a fraud time. by its very nature is hard I'm, to detect, I'm giving you an HM, I, would, I, I got bagged by that one. So that was sending. I would, and I remember reporting on that. I uh, testified against. I don't want to feel. There's I mean, definitely there's definitely parts of this that seem to but rise the, to the possibility yeah. of fraud. Okay, so do you believe that there's going to be a big spillover for the bankruptcy, Chapter 11? I don't know. I think if you were in there, I don't you know. were uh, doing it in part because you got a great return on your cash. And how many times did Gensler have to come on our show and say that? That did you really think that that is reasonable and logical? Do you think it's safe? Uh, now, what they there did going to be a lot of creditors here, Jim. You're right, including yeah. by the way those famous people we just had up. A lot of creditors in a lot of different ways. Uh, we'll have to see. What we get when we get, you know, when we can but, look through the file. Look, but. I think they're, you know, those guys are put those up. They're very wealthy. And let's just go the opposite. Let's talk about all the people who really were drawn to this as molest uh, the flame. And it was such a high return to keep your money there versus, say, if you kept your money in J.P. Morgan. And you could never get the stuff out and send it to J.P. Morgan. 
because they wouldn't take it. Right, you get 6% on your deposits. You pointed this out many times in I terms got of some of the numbers that you were getting at some of these exchanges, but I was also questioning. Um, but again, to, to remind people, this was one of the biggest, one of was regarded only a week ago as one of the safest. We kid, but he was referred to as the J.P. Morgan of this industry. But was, he was facetious. coming to the aid of others, and it collapsed in a in a in a matter of days. This a is one of the great flamers. Collapsed. This is the Jay Gould. I told you that the Jay Gould billion only a couple of months ago. His his even more recently, and his net worth, Carl, seen at 16 billion, completely evaporated, and now perhaps looking at a real problem. Incredible fraud. We're going to talk more about it in a few moments. Uh, in the meantime, the New York Stock Exchange is about to observe a two-minute moment of silence on this Veterans Day when we're thinking of those who have served this country. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. Always an important day. If you see a veteran today or know of one, thank them for their service, Jim. I know this is important to you, too. Do that, and it's just remarkable. I also want people to go to the World War II Museum in New Orleans. If you really want to know, and they just did the Pacific. They had the advantage. Really, it's really amazing. amazing. Uh, yesterday, had the World War II veterans being here oh, was unbelievable. Oh unbelievable. No, I just can't salute them enough. Get them involved. I had Mark Klaus, who's a West Point veteran, who's, as captain, uh, was the CEO of Campbell Soup. He turned it around, and he basically credited the toughness that he learned in the Army for being able to fix what you know, David, was a terrible balance sheet. He fixed it and he's growing. And he said it took all the all this learning about how to make tough decisions that were really tough, that saved the company basically, but basically how to how to reorganize. Yes, how to fire. Yeah. Uh, meantime, back to our discussion about crypto, Jim Morgan Stanley's point this morning was that in terms of the actual Bitcoin trading, it's mostly been institutional selling so far. And they think that retail doesn't really start to hit the sell button until well, maybe 10K. What I really am worried about is the Fidelity uh, offered it as a way for retirement. You know, they, they, they took the money. They took the crypto. Uh, my bank would not take the crypto, but basically trying to look out for me, I think. Anyone who's in crypto, who's a, an Ethereum or, or a, in, in Bitcoin should know that Bitcoin is very high versus where it was two years ago. It, it may be low from 68,000, but David, Bitcoin is up gigantic from where it was. And I don't think that's the standard. You don't? No, because everybody's going to be trying to get out of it. Michael Saylor would tell you it's a store of value. JP Morgan today says it's actually going to accelerate regulation, which could be net positive for blockchain and the technology. I think that the regulators are, uh, I think the regulators always thought it was caveat emptor. Never going to change the view, caveat emptor. You came to the nuisance. Oh, no, man. In law school, you came to the nuisance. That fireplace behind Gensler's where they burned up $35 billion in value. Oh. Lem did the same thing in the shield. Uh, look, uh, there is a note. Let's just be a little more granular here. This note that we got, uh, FTX, the bankruptcy. The FTX group has valuable assets that can only be effectively administered in an organized joint process. This is from John J. Ray, he's been appointed CEO of the FTX group. David, you chronicled a tremendous piece about condoms. Yes. That were owned. That they can own. be seized. Yes. And you thought they were worthwhile. Yeah, apparently, you know, again, the, at the Albany Club, um, Mr. It? Bankman Freed owns a lot. It's in the Bahamas. So uh, owns a, it's here. very, very high end, uh, developed uh, by Tiger Woods and uh, forgetting the other uh, person who was involved with the development of well, I mean, they, very they, high end club where he's got a lot of his people. And he apparently stepped up to buy what I was told is 14 well, separate condos sometime back. This could be an orderly for a, liquidation. A purchase price of 180 million bucks. That could be an asset. For sure. I just think, look, if you're in there, you have to understand the likelihood that you'll get some money back is not as, may not be as great. It's some money, maybe, but uh, there were people who were pulling money out. Uh, anyone who is familiar with these organizations knows that they, they always made, 
the ones I was involved in, always made it very difficult to get your money out. So then that's when they were hated. Yeah. So uh, this is certainly a moment where if you're in one of these joke coins, of which there are many joke coins, I'm just urging you right now, sell the joke coins because they're not worth it. Uh, Tiger Woods and Joe Lewis um, would develop the Albany Club. Who did? Yeah. Which, by the way, is not a part of this in any way and is uh, apparently a place that a lot of people would like well, to buy well, and coin. may now have an opportunity Doge to buy coin. some new units that are going to be available well, because potentially they'll be sold. Uh, units that are backed by absolute nothing other than fanciful courage of some people or stupidity. Are, this is your chance. This is your chance. And you know what? It's a little like the Bailey building alone. You want to be first. You don't want to be Uncle Billy here. Okay? No Uncle Billy. And you don't want Potter. Okay? Well, now it's an orderly, it's an orderly unwind because they filed well, no, for bankruptcy. No, but the other guys, you know, these other currencies. I Really, I go to, oh, Coinbase, other currencies. go to Coinbase and look at those joke currencies. And, of course, no one will ever admit that they're joke because that's insulting. So let's say, look at the ill-advised currencies and maybe try to get something out before you realize that you're shopping at TJX and not Nordstrom. Well, there are going to be a lot of clients, uh, people who invested in FTX, people who obviously still have their money there that they can't get out. Um, you know, well, you know. Look, a week ago was the safest I've, one. A week ago was the one you wanted to be in. Managers who have also took opportunities to put their clients in FTX, uh, in again as private investors in the really? company. Yeah, I think at your old firm. Um, really? There are going to be a, a. It's just the beginning. Of course, it's yeah, moved that, so quickly you from. You don't want to make it sound like it's going to cascade into the right. No, 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 no. It's just going to. That, that money's going to go into real things. Right, and at some point, people are going to be able to actually have a lot of losses that they're going to be able to. Uh, to use for <laughs> against How about their foreigners taxes? who wanted to get their money out of their of, of joke currencies. Remember, Costa Rica, oh. there's whole countries that have been hacked. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. We had Scaramucci on about an hour ago on Squawk Box trying to talking about trying to unwind uh, the transaction he made with them earlier in the year. And of course, yesterday we heard from other industry players and observers, namely Michael Saylor, as we mentioned, and Carl Icahn. Take a listen. If you look at crypto, you look at Ethereum, you look at these companies, there's really absolutely corporate governance is bad enough. I tried to figure out, I asked people, well, what do you do if you don't like the way this is being managed? It's a lawless area as far as I was concerned. There was no, there was no accountability at all. In fairness, I'm no expert on it. It may well be that there really is stuff there. But I just looked at it and decided it's, it's not for me. A lot of guys brought me stuff about it. And um, so, therefore, I never had anything to do with it. But I'm not surprised that this happened. Of course, Icon also mentioned to Wapner that thinks yesterday was another flagpole in a bear market rally. You're a rich person, you say. No rich person comes to an air and says the market's good. Name me someone. Maybe Dave Tepper when I like the banks. I've never seen a rich person come on air and say, listen, now's the time. There's no percentage to it. All right. Well, meanwhile, we're coming off a historic rally yesterday. We're 30 seconds from opening today. Look, there are, the bonds are closed. The dollar being down is maybe the single most important thing for our companies. And I, I, I have to encourage people to realize that the dollar has hurt every international company. Now, we also had singles day yesterday. I want to point out 
that, that the cosmetic companies did very well in the first hour. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, and I do think that the beginning of Singles Day was very good. I was surprised that. I thought Singles Day would be horrendous. Uh, so I think that we have to accept the fact that that there's a lot of weakness in the economy, but it has to do with, with technology. Pretty nice chant there this morning here at the big board. Uh, U.S. Armed Forces marking Veterans Day. That's the Rear Admiral John Malger, commander of the U.S. Coast Guard's 1st District during the honors at the NASDAQ. Uh, Silex focused on acquiring and developing non-opioid pain management. A lot of companies are trying to do uh, pain management without opioid, and it is interesting to see. David, it's very hard, very hard to develop non-opioid, which is one of the problems with how the dark side hooks so many people. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, but the only thing that, you know, cannabis does work, but cannabis is a class one felony in our country. And so it's not been used for what it probably would be best at. What stock are we talking about right now? No, I, I was talking about opioid company that rang the bell. Not oh, the company that rang the bell. Okay, well, that's all. I don't really want to push it. I, mean, I like Constellation Brands because they own a piece of Canopy. I think actually owning a, a other than Tilray, which just bought Montauk, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit suspect. I think it's interesting in NASDAQ's down. NASDAQ is the place where is the least likelihood that you, you're buying a company that will be up by the end of the day. Because the earnings are not there. That's where everybody's being hurt. You had a lot of short squeezes there in the cloud stocks. Uh, there's not an overlap with Sam Bankman-Fried. It's just those companies aren't doing that well. Mm-hmm. Sam Bankman-Fried's resigned. Do we have any film of Sam Bankman-Fried? We, we, we do. We've, we've shown it a lot of, oh, is that of like him the, is that walking like around at Nassau. That was, uh, yeah, that was when Kate The reason went I wanted to do that, him, the reason I wanted to say that is the Gap stores, City Cut Gap stores 8 to 7. Um, so, I mean, that look is not... That, and uh, about, uh, Boss pushes Lulu. That's not Lulu. I'm just trying to... City Cut's footlocker. Is he, what's he wearing? I'm trying to get a little out of him. Maybe he's going to a Walgreens, which was uh, up... Buy. Yeah, I got an upgrade over at uh, Deutsche. Walgreens right? better if they can make it so you can actually open, you know, get something rather than have to call someone. That could be very good. Meanwhile, well, we're going to get the retailers beginning. I mean, well, well, Walmart top Walmart pick next week. Deutsche Bank. But to your point that October was weak, Jim, and what I've again also been hearing, I am curious to see what the commentary is going to be like from some of these retailers. Obviously, moving into Christmas, but even for next year, given what. What I am told was a, a was a real fall off in consumer demand towards the end of the third quarter. Well, I think that that the hol- the something happened in the country in October, and it could be the that people ran out of money. Could be they had to start borrow money. Uh, it could be that the main stores that we deal with, the Coles's of the world, uh, a Bed Bath, uh, the the Best Buy having a huge amount of inventory. The inventory in the system is incredibly high. Uh, Costco would tell you uh, that the prices are very inflated uh, because of the, of the inflation itself. And there's going to be some bargains, but they're not going to be found at the regular stores. They're going to be found, at, as, as Boss said, in Dollar General, TJX. I like Boss's list. It was very good. Mm-hmm. And I think that people have to recognize that you want to own, uh, even though you may feel good about the stock market, it's had very little to do with the economy. Uh, and that the layoffs are concentrated. Like Amazon, I think, is going to lay off 
a, a lot of people. And I do feel badly. I'm not that I think Alphabet is too many people. Uh, the Amazon note today is about some of their other bets that may not be working out. I think these are great companies. And, and just you know, be mindful that Meta did not say it was going to stop spending on the black hole. Um, guys, I mentioned SoftBank at the top of the, uh, of the program. We're going into the numbers a bit. Stock's not, uh, not reacting badly. Um, they sold a lot more Alibaba at, uh, at SoftBank. Remember, this is one of the greatest investments sure. ever made. And wherever you sell it at, you're going to have a huge profit. That said, if you look at Alibaba over the last couple of years, they would have been a lot better off selling some time back, um, given the, uh, the shellacking that that company's stock has taken uh, over what you David, see it that's right an there. unbelievably bad move. How much of it was the government's decision to really frown on uh, billionaires and focus on You're talking about Alibaba? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, the government has done any number of things. Obviously, most recently, the COVID last year, the COVID lockdowns were more than a year, which we did talk about briefly. They are actually taking concrete steps to lift some of them. That has resulted, you're seeing Alibaba's up. Um, Chinese shares in general were very strong. But did you but, ever think you'd see China have growth slower than the United States? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's surprising to see China's growth slow. And some people talking about, remember when the Chinese economy would pass our own in terms of GDP? That's not quite looking as certain any longer. But as for, uh, there's, a, there's a look at the Chinese ADR index, just give you a sense there. That's a response to the lifting of certain COVID uh, lockdown protocols. Um, as for SoftBank, Mr. Crane shares, uh, you know, it, listen, it's reflective, guys, of everything we talk about. Uh, the Vision Fund has not done well at all. Um, they've taken huge markdowns on the portfolio. 334 companies, 34.5 billion um, markdowns, some markups as well. 40 companies have been marked up, but for the most part, and they take their marks at SoftBank. You know, it does lead us to you wonder about some questions about some other funds that have been heavily invested in the privates. FTX is just one, but so yes. many others. Where are the marks? Have they been taking them effectively uh, or have they been waiting? Are they fungible? No. I know, but no. you know, a and lot you, of these, a know, lot of you your hedge funds. Private, I mean, these guys they base have it a on. Bid. They right. claim to have a bid. They do, and they and they base it on what you should, right? Recent transactions, portfolio companies, public comps. Uh, and, you know, a recent transaction would be obviously raising money at a different valuation. Um, but Masa, and again, so the gain was from the Alibaba shales. They lost money in the, in the Vision Fund. And then Masa said, Listen, looking at the current situation, regardless of public securities or private securities, almost all the investments we've made are not showing good performance. Our vision fund suffered, but not only you, us, investors around the world are also seeing the same situation because of the damage in the equity market. Right. Ron to say during the call, Back hey, you know what? I'm going to be focused on Arm Holdings, which they own because they couldn't get that deal uh, past regulators to sell to NVIDIA. And on NVIDIA, I believe that the inventory of excess uh, graphics cards that were used chiefly for gaming has almost been worked off. Uh, NVIDIA remains in position for my chapel trials. I do believe that this is a quarter that they can say we have gotten the inventory behind us. That was, a, unfortunately, a lot of other companies like Intel are not going to be able to say that because they make chip for PCs and they have not been able to get 
the inventory behind. That's uh, the reasoning behind the double downgrade today of Intel yes. uh, over at JP Morgan. They, they say, look, it took several years of uh, server CPU share loss to AMD uh, to happen, and an amazing chart of that process over the past years. Uh, and then in order to get it back, it'll take years, and as they say, flawless execution. Well, look, so they go to the underweight 32 target. Look, Genoa, Lisa Sue likes to name the CEO of AMD, likes to name her iterations after Italian cities. And Genoa came out this week, and Genoa is faster than anything Intel has, and it burn, more importantly, it burns less. She has been uniquely focused on how hot a chip is in order to be able to go to all of the companies that are, that David, all the companies that do uh, cloud are just gripped by how much energy they're using. And if you have a chip that runs cooler, you're just going to put it in for your service. I think it's really extraordinary how much people think about these things as terrific. Uh, uh, no, I'm using less energy is very important. Yeah, I mean, I think people have to understand that throughout the food chain, like if you're GM, you're gonna call Nucor and say, we need your steel because your steel is, carb is, is zero carbon, even though it's a carbon company. You know, they, they, just, they know how to make it. They do yep. totally recycling. That anybody, Carl, who knows how to get, keep heat down, anybody who is doing a cleaner product is gonna get the business in this new world that we're in that's the most important thing. Nucor can take all the, and sell all the steel in the world because their Nucor doesn't pollute. And I think that we have to recognize this in this new world. We have to be thinking, okay, who is using less energy? Right. That's who wins. It even comes to natural gas. There's going to be yes. potentially this effort to be made. Of, was this natural gas produced with no methane getting released? Thank God you talked about that because you and, know that Exxon. And you'll is pay so more for that, that natural gas, right? Exxon is obviously. You saw the one new of the regulations. The president's doubling it's, down against methane. Yes, yes. I mean, but the, wow. those that are already on top of the you can basically stop flaring for the most part. You don't have to produce any methane when you are. Natural the great companies have gotten flaring down to a level that everybody should be at. Right. And it should be the government that just says, if this guy can do this level of flaring, you should. That's what the government should do, but they're like not smart enough. Yeah. Damn, they're not smart enough. What does it take? You can sit down with the top oil people. You can sit down with Mike Worth from Chevron, but the president won't do it. He doesn't want to be in a picture with Mike Worth because that says that he's pro-carbon. Those guys know how to get the... Why don't you sit down with him and say, listen, if Pioneer can do X, everyone can do X. Pioneer's pretty good. Yep. Are you with me? Uh, sure. I'm with you, Jim. Well, why won't he sit down with them? I don't know. I don't speak to the president with any regularity or actually at well, all. No, I, you, don't have to, you just need to speak with the people he won't sit down with. You don't need to speak to the Well, I, I have spoken with them, but they don't have an answer. No, they don't. You no. know why? But you keep asking the because question. Because if you're in a picture with the president... It's regarded as, you know, President's afraid that he's endorsing. Someone asked, someone, um, yeah. someone, a candidate asked me to uh, say hello. And I de politely declined. I didn't want to endorse a candidate with a picture on and his That was a good idea because he lost. Um, guys, Tesla's down 3.3%. 3 Tesla shares are down again. Oh, God, is he still selling? It's really getting uh, I don't know that he's now. selling. Uh, and I'll go to Carl on this because, uh, you know, the what's going on at Twitter is fascinating, to say the least, in the, what, almost two weeks that Mr. Musk has been running the company. 
Uh, obviously, he did sell shares of Tesla. It was apparently to help potentially more of a cash cushion maybe for Twitter right. and what he needs to do. Uh, he said, I did it to save the social network. He talked openly about the possibility, as remote as it may be, of bankruptcy. By the way, if you're Morgan Stanley and you led that $13 billion financing with all those other banks, <laughs> the sponsor is talking about bankruptcy. <laughs> that's, that's just not good. Yep. You just, you're never going to sell that debt, uh, as unlikely as that scenario might really right. be. Right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, more senior departures last night, including the head of safety, um, reiter- uh, reinstating official badges after the slew of impersonations, Jim, uh, that victimized Lily's account and Lockheed's account oh. and Nintendo's account oh. and Ed Markey's account. Yeah, Chiquita Banana Careful. was my favorite. Yeah, Chiquita. Well, you know, it's not unusual. There was an outfit, uh, a credit home lending that was bought by uh, an outfit, uh, Lone Star. Okay. And, it, it, and they immediately had to liquidate it because it wasn't worth as much as the, it, there, there, had been a major, there had been a big change. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that he feels, well, maybe it was a big change and he has to liquidate it. That's crazy. He's not going to do that. Well, I mean, if he closes it. He's not going to close it. So what, what he put up $25 billion. Even for Musk, that's a lot of money. He's not just saying, oh, well, no, okay. No, I don't even know what I'm saying. Why, well, is he, why does to, he say this stuff? To make people feel more nervous? To make people feel less secure? Why do you say stuff like that? Because you're rich? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe, Fine. All, maybe all, all those things are true. Yeah. I'm rich. I can say whatever I want. No. You can't. These are people's lives. Are you surprised that no one has tried to quickly assemble some kind of rival product? I mean, a big player. You know what I've been saying? I've, I was thinking of asking Zuckerberg, like, isn't this your chance? I, um, I just wonder technologically they, they, how they, engineering, how hard it would be. Well, they don't really care for the engineering of Twitter, but they also don't want, they don't care for the free-for-all. The free-for-all is upsetting. Uh, that's one of the reasons why they like Instagram. You know, Instagram is a friendlier... I know, but they do have connections with so many people, there might be a real opportunity to establish a new platform and potentially create value, although Twitter never really managed to create much value along the way either, which is why Musk bought it in the first place, because he thought he could. And maybe he still will. It's early. It's really early. (laughs) There are people who post, I post, um, I don't look at my mentions, I'm sorry for people who put nice things about mentions, but my, my kids, I almost said children, they're grown up said, Dad, if, the one thing we urge you never to do is look at your mentions. And we know that I'm a, 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 you know, a top 10 most hated person on Twitter, which, you know, I mean, there's Putin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big guy. For sure. Oh. Um, yeah, but why sometimes am guys, I Guys, by the way, I mean, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried may not be getting a lot of love on Twitter these days. Uh, he steps down as the uh, CEO of FTX. The company has filed for Chapter 11. Of course, we been talking about this all morning. David, if he steps One, down, does that mean that he's already been contacted by, by government? I have no idea. No I idea. Mean, I think it does. Um, you know, in terms of jurisdiction, regulation, so many different questions we have here. But also a bigger question is what the fallout is. I said this earlier. We just don't know who's going to end up here as a creditor and how broad this is. You're talking, obviously, about a lot of private investment that was made over time in this company at a valuation that got as high as $35 million. Do you have that list? I love that graphic. You're also talking about, yeah, we do, about, you're also talking about customer accounts that are frozen, where it's just your money 
Uh, there's a look at the press release announcing this bankruptcy. That is Lehman. Um, Remember, that was Lehman. Yeah. Couldn't get you're, it you're also talking you just about a domino effect and, and what's connected no. to what. We don't know, Jim. We don't know. I'm not saying there is, but we don't know. Okay, well, the only reason I say it's not a domino effect is, is that this is not, this is a corner of the market that wasn't part of the market, okay? It was in the same way that if you went to Caesars, and you beat Caesars, okay? I mean, that's what it was. It was, it, people, I don't want, I'm not encouraging you to beat Caesars. All right, though. but I, you know, there was cross collateralization right at FTX with this Alameda. There was clearly a lot going on there that nobody knew about. My point is, we simply don't know. But remember, if you were a client of JP Morgan and you said, listen, I've got a million dollars worth of Ethereum and I want to put it with JP Morgan, they would say, we won't take that. Because we don't regard that as an right. asset. So then go to FTX. Right. Well, that's what I'm, say- okay, I'm and saying. Now you're looking at well, I'm saying that a million bucks. You couldn't get your money out. Yeah. You to put it anywhere else. What does that say? Well, you, you could have done Coinbase. Your, you could have done Binance. It, it, could, you it know. explains why all the billionaires in this space are the intermediaries. Yeah. Right. right. Look, it was really a nightmare to get your money out. Well, it's even more you of a watch nightmare every for those. Minute. See, TikTok, and the journal TikTok. had a story today. You Not know, TikTok. people who've lost a year's salary, young people, obviously, who are so uh, disproportionately involved, I think, in, in crypto. Um, but how many warnings did they are, have? How many warnings? How many times did we sit here and say, "Listen, get the hell out of it"? What do we? I mean, what did you have to do? I mean, honestly, I mean, go look at those joke coins that are being traded right now, and ask yourself why. Why are you in them? I mean, I'd rather, I think Powerball is, more, is worth more. I want to know why people are in those made-up coins. Uh, I mean, Munger, Rat Poison, Buffett, I wouldn't buy all of it in the world for $25. It's all documented. It's Diamond. all there. Yeah, it is. That said, we put the coins up on our screens. Well, I, and don't get during me started. the pandemic, it became don't get a, me started a, a, on a real area of focus for a lot of particularly younger people using the Robinhood yes, platform. It yes, it was. I mean, it is so tragic because, yeah, I mean, we put up these. Some of them wait, are. Please, let's stop putting up Salon. OK, let's just stop putting it up. Let's just stop. What, what, let's we dignify it. Let's stop dignifying. Um, you think it's I think we dignify. Now, look, I'm criticizing our network. I don't mean to. I love our network. I'm, but I'm just saying that it's time that we didn't usually have those. And I think that you might say, you know what? I want to be in that coin. That's a hot coin. Well, I mean, that's not acceptable to me. That's not an acceptable thing that I want to talk about as what I think is a responsible journalist. I do not want to. I mean, it is, it is price action, right? I mean. Well, there's price action in timber, in lumber. There's price action in aluminum. But you get something. You have something. There's no there there. There's no there there. There isn't. Gertrude Stein said that about Oakland. It's alchemy. It's, it's exactly been alchemy. Right. I wrote alchemy. Look, I did it. I bought a farm with it. It's fantastic. You can take your money out and buy a farm. So you have a farm? I bought a lot of it. It was great. It's great. All right. But what did I do? I did it. I forgot about it. Pomp. Yeah, that guy Pomp. Did you get he, lucky? He, it, what? Did you get lucky, you think? Oh, man, I got lucky. Yeah. It's probably the luckiest no, I got very lucky. Uh, we did lose the gains, obviously, at the open, but the S&P with a slight gain uh, this morning back to 3960. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. 
Morning, guys. Uh, flattish open, uh, but we were higher until the uh, FTX bankruptcy announcement was uh, was done just before the open. So what the effect of that was it put a little bit of damper on some of the risk uh, on riskier assets, uh, particularly in the tech area. So ARC, for example, there's your good indicator, uh, was briefly down. It's now on the upside, it's turned around a little bit, but semis were open and uh, were positive all throughout the open. Uh, in fact, they've had a great run this week. Uh, they're up nicely, about 11%. Uh, and the other sectors are the commodity sectors that have done really well. Uh, uh, materials, for example, had a great week. It's uh, up about 8%. Energy wasn't as strong as it used to be, but it too is having a very good week. So the, I think the reason we're holding up so well, a lot of, of course, cynics yesterday were saying we should probably sell into this because it's not real. But we've had three rather positive macro announcements in the last three days. I'm not sure it's a, a home run. It certainly isn't. But the markets are interpreting positively. Uh, positively. We've had progress on the Fed and inflation. We've had uh, reductions in the COVID lockdowns in China, uh, which looks like they're going to continue. They'll incrementally reduce the lockdowns. And we have uh, the Russians retreating from the strategically important city of Kherson. There's talk about negotiations. All right, nothing's happened. But certainly those are positive developments overall. And I think that's one of the reasons we're seeing the markets move. Look at the stocks that are moving this morning. They're all moving on this news. So look at the S&P leadership group. Uh, Win in Las Vegas, Sands are up. That's the China news. Um, big material names are moving as well. Uh, that's China. Freeport MacMoran is a good example. Uh, we're seeing uh, some other groups that are out there uh, doing well. Uh, so the energy stocks uh, like uh, Exxon are all moving to the upside. Look what's down today. So for example, well, defense stocks have had a really great run. Guess what? They're among the losers on the S&P 500. Well, what does that tell you? Doesn't that tell you there's some kind of movement by the market on this Russian news, this retreat from Kerrison, meaning something? Uh, you know, I'm just looking at the markets and how these things are moving and how they were moving before. So let's take a look here on the major indices and what's been going on in the last few days. So here's the S&P 500. We're up about 5.5% since the close. The two-year Treasury yield is down about 6%. I mean, talking about in terms of the yield. And the dollar index is down. All of this is moving in the right direction for where the market wants it to go overall. So the question is, what's the impact on earnings here? Now, remember, all this is tentative, but so far, the impact on Q4 earnings is we're flat now, essentially. Uh, tech and communication services, they've been taking down these numbers for a long time, but other sectors like industrials and energy are up. 2023 is a toss-up. We're still up 5%. Most, Carl, the consensus right now is earnings will be flat for 2023, not up 5%, but these earnings apocalypse comments of a couple of months ago, we're going to be down 20% in 2023. They're getting a little quieter. So the consensus has started to move more towards the flattish than the earnings ap apocalypse. Carl, back to you. Bob, thanks so much. Uh, Bob Pisani this morning. Quick reminder, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. You can sign up and find out more by going to cnbc.com slash join the club. No crypto, Carl, just, you know. What's that? You know, no crypto. No crypto in the club? No, because we actually want to help people. I'm not surprised. You can also use the QR code on your screen, and it takes you right there. A little bit of chop this morning. Dow down 50. Don't go away. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. 
That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Jim, what do you got tonight? I'm very excited. Lifetime up next door. I'm going to go over to Lifetime. It's a public trading company now. And then, thank heaven, I've got uh, James Takelet, who served and won a salute vets. CEO of Lockheed Martin. Stock's down today. Maybe that's an opportunity. Uh, but I want to wish everyone, uh, uh, I want to thank everyone who served. It's so great to be surrounded by everybody here, uh, men and women who have just done a great job. It's a good reminder of what makes the country work oh, and people always has. Them. What a great country. Commitment to the, the ideas. Absolutely. Uh, Jim, we will see you tonight. Okay. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. And once again, the joke coins. Just, this is your chance because it's going to be a race. Fallout is just beginning. And there's still got a lot of questions about contagion. A lot of people who stopped you on the street and said, why do you denigrate where my life savings are? And the reason is because I wanted them to have life savings. I'm not stopping. Mad Money tonight, 6, 6 p.m., of course. When we come back, we'll have a lot more on FTX uh, commencing these Chapter 11 proceedings and Sam Bankman-Fried stepping down as CEO. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.